Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. How do we learn? Sommel, use brain science when teaching, math at home, and children know math instinctively? This is our podcast for week 12 in 2021, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Kulia Services, to help us review the links of the week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Yes, 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 definitely. This is our special time together, and uh, we have some great links to go over. Now, the first one says, uh, how do we learn? That seems an important question. How do we learn? important. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry, it is an important question, and uh, this is a wonderful site. I think we um, mentioned it also last week, um, made by Eva Forst, and uh, she has uh, tried to make the theories about how we learn uh, visual, and that that really um, enlightens us. So here, she um, was formerly a postdoc at... Uh, Linear Learning Incubator um, at the School of Engineering and Applied Sciences at Harvard, and also at the Teaching and Learning Center at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem. Now, currently, she's at the Moffat Institute, and that is a student is a institution for research, uh, curriculum, and program development in teacher education in, uh, in Tel Aviv. Yeah. Very important. Very important. Um, so in her article, she describes in great detail models on how we learn, like I said. And she starts off with the network model. And that is building on the basic principles of brain function. And it illustrates in a simplified way how memories are represented in the brain and how they form networks. And then how they evolve over repeated encounters in in a different context, and uh, we can use them for different strategies. Now, her thinking then was, she was not completely satisfied with that model because she thought there's something is missing here, and uh, it evolved then into the pyramid model. It's really interesting, uh, and at some point she found um, that um, if you represent it as a, as a triangle, uh, you can uh, show the learning um, yeah, graphically. So, that model, so the, the new model she de- developed, the pyramid model, would highlight the elements of organization that support construction and iteration that leads to parsimony in learning. And that means uh, that the brain tries to be frugal okay. with using energy for... Uh, doing something for okay, having things good. in working yeah, memory. Yeah, that should should increase uh, the uh, potentials there. Absolutely, and and what she uh, says is that uh, when we repeatedly practice a concept, it becomes like a new functional unit on its own. It's a new thing that we can use um, as is. Okay. So uh, I think that is what a lot of people call chunking. Okay give a suggestion for uh, students who have a limited working memory. So, very nice uh, uh, graphically uh, uh, designed, but also um, 
presented in short videos. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is easily really understandable site. for all. Absolutely. Great good, site to explore. Good, good to go there. Now, our next link, uh, talking about something completely different, is called Summel. And mm. what is Summel? <coughs> is Summel? Yes, not, not Scrabble, not Wordle, but this time Summel, as a nice game to find out how to make the target number in, a f in as few steps as possible. I tried it out. It's uh, really, really um, interesting and uh, difficult to pull yourself away from. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so only do this when you <laughs> have many, some free how time. How many steps did you have? <laughs> uh, three. Oh, so okay. Maybe nice game for your child to experiment and get more experience uh -huh. but um you need to um, be a little bit proficient in in working with numbers it's really not a game uh that's uh advisable for children with dyscalculia is no it? i i would no. i would love if, if there were some settings that you could ask for uh, easier and smaller yeah. numbers or or hints yeah and yeah it's um really um famous these days just like wordle and um, and other games so uh, every day they give you a new um, riddle to tackle. And then the whole world works on that one number. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I've seen them on Twitter boasting about how good they were. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Some people, they yeah. start their day right. with a cup of coffee and before they finish their coffee, they solve the, the summer. Yeah. It sounds like a good brain starter. Now the next link um, tells us to use brain science when we teach. Yes. How is that so? Yes, yes. Now, this is uh, written by uh, Eric Ofgang, and he translates some research that has been done on how our brain works into actionable tips for teachers. Very useful. Okay. And uh, he refers to an article from um, Beth uh, Rogowski, and then she works at Bloomsburg uh, University. So, um, it's, it's really interesting and amazing how little of the wonderful research that is done in many of our uh, U.S. university, how, how little trickles down into the teachers' colleges. Oops. And then Oops. also <laughs> not into uh, the classrooms, obviously. Oh so the authors of the research papers do not see teachers as their targets, I'm no, afraid. I don't think so. Um, they, they write for their colleagues and for the journals and um, for their uh, citation indexes and so on. And uh, also the language in a lot of uh, scientific um, articles is a little bit more complicated. So you really need to take a little bit of time to read and through it. And that's why we always invite Dr. Schroeder to explain it to us. Well, I, I, I love this. And um, since I am a slow reader, those uh, scientific articles uh, are good for me because the density of new information per paragraph is usually higher than in other texts. <laughs> so you don't have to read so much, not that many words, and you can get a Lots lot of, of content out of it. Okay, okay. So, but... Uh, Having said that, um, I may love those articles, but um, we need to be um, realistic. Teachers do not even have the time to use uh, to the read busy it. People. So the busy we people. do need people like Eric who uh, translates it into um, easy, digestible uh, articles, make the research available to the teachers in a way that they can can implement it in their classroom and. 
uh, bringing tips to like recognize how to recognize students who struggle with working memory and how to help students transfer lessons into long-term memory or uh, being sensitive to students who may have uh, a low processing speed. So very useful. Okay. Okay, now the next link talks about math at home. But I thought we only do math in class, right? Hey, hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> math is all around us, yeah? Um, and, and I know you are being facetious, but um, it's, this is a great advantage for children if they can um, be connected with numbers and math, with sizes and patterns at an early stage in the comfort of their home. And this is uh, a link to the Chalkbeat blog. And they have really taken that seriously. And they are providing a wonderful page with examples for parents, including pictures from a, from a house with uh, clickable dots for where can you find the math in your own house, in the kitchen, on the stove, on the cooking, on the couch, etc. Clickable dots. It's really uh, great. And... Um, when you are at that site, um, don't forget to click also on the math resources for parents at the end. Very good, good too. Good, good. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun site. I've been there and then you see a picture of a kitchen with dots and you click on it and then they make suggestions on how you could do something math related with that. So, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Oh, it already brings us to our last link. And that suggests that children know math instinctively. Is that so? I truly believe that. Um, and this is a new study published by uh, Frontiers in Human Neuroscience. And it refers to an article uh, by Dr. Elizabeth Brennan. She works at Developing Minds Lab at the University of Pennsylvania. And uh, she says here that young children intuitively divide before they even recognize the division symbol. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, most people think that, that skills like multiplication and division um, are learned, but there is a growing body of evidence now that some math skills are inherent. Maybe not the exact calculations, but using your um, approximate number system for it. Okay. So here this uh, study uh, indicates... Uh, the, so I said that division is something children can do before formal education begins. And this clearly has implications on how math be taught in the future. And, and they talk here about um, kids uh, from first till third grade. So uh, the foundation of the research is, like I said, the approximate number system. And a theory which states that humans and, and other uh, primates have the ability to approximate large set of objects without language. So you don't need the counting words okay. or uh, other uh, symbolic interpretation. You do not need to write down numbers to estimate that larger quantity. Okay. And uh, one of the uh, activities that they did with the children here was uh, showing them some dots and also some flower petals with numbers. And then they asked them to uh, divide them, to split them up. And 
surprisingly, uh, the result was that uh, in three out of four questions, the kids could get a, uh, a good answer. But those were the kids Maybe. that when they were presented with the same question, written with numerals and the division sign on paper, <laughs> couldn't do it. And oh, wow. they also tried that with adults. So, so both children and adults can use uh, our approximate number system to estimate the um, outcome of a division. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights and, and explanations and helping us through those, uh, those often uh, difficult articles of uh, researchers. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and you know her objective for this year. The year is 2022, and she is looking for 2022 new ambassadors of Discoculia in the country. And if you want to be one of those very special people, go to discoculiatutortraining.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you, and until next week, you can count on us.